Hello, I'm Becky Hadid, host of The Storied Recipe. As my weekly guests share their stories through the vessel of cherished food memories, we all become better cooks, more grateful for the gift of food, and we honor those that have loved us through their cooking. I interview four special guests for this bonus episode of The Storied Recipe. To me, they are the four most special guests in the world, my sons. I wanted to record and release this episode for two reasons. First, as a way of introducing myself to my listeners. Second, I wanted to make it abundantly clear that while I host a show celebrating romantic, happy food memories, we eat meals just like anyone else's, a mix of the mundane and the special. In all areas of our life, we embrace the proverb, to everything, there is a season. A time for cake from boxes, a time for homemade donuts. We'll start with Nicholas, whose interview is a little less than four minutes. Good evening, Nicholas. Good evening, Mommy. How old are you? Five. Do you go to school? Yes, kindergarten. And I see Jay and Carter and Parker and Giovanni at school. Do you eat lunch together? Yes. Do you eat your whole lunch or just a little bit of your lunch? I didn't eat my... I didn't eat my raisins. You didn't eat your raisins? Uh-huh. Why not? Because I didn't like them. Mm. Do you like it when Daddy gives you apples? No, actually, I don't like apples. You don't like apples? I like carrots. You like when Daddy gives you carrots? Mm-hmm. Carrots are the best. Mm-hmm. Does anybody ever have something for their lunch that you wish you had for your lunch? Mm-hmm. Yes. Who? Carter. What does Carter have in his lunch that you wish you had? He has fruit snacks. Oh, he has... Can we we buy fruit snacks? (laughs) Gummy fruit snacks? He has gummy fruit snacks and you want to buy some of those? Can Mm. we? We got them for your soccer games. Really? Where? Yeah, remember last year? Uh Uh-huh. Can we bring them again? Yeah, maybe we'll bring them if you play soccer again this year. Um, Nicholas, I have another question for you. What is a story? Um, a story is a book, I think. What book do you like? Batman. Yeah, did you get a Batman book from media the other day? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's a recipe? A recipe is something that you make, like cake for someone's birthday. Mm-hmm. A recipe is something you make, like cake for someone's birthday? Yeah. You're right. Can you think of a recipe that you made? Blueberry muffins. Mm-hmm. What is your job when you make blueberry muffins? Um, we we make secret recipes. <laughs> we make a secret recipe? It's not secret. I'm going to share it with everybody listening. What is your job when you make blueberry muffins? What do you do? Help mommy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you help me? By putting in sugar. Mm-hmm. By and, putting in the sugar and what else? And baking powder. Yeah. Do, uh-uh. How do you measure the sugar? You get a spoon. Mm-hmm. And then you get a knife. Mm-hmm. And then you do this. And then this. And mm-hmm. then that. You get a knife and then you level it on the top. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you very good at leveling? Yeah. Yeah, you are. You're very careful at leveling. Mom. Nicholas. Yeah? 
Do you like chocolate cake or pumpkin pie? Chocolate cake. Do you like salt or sugar? Sugar. Sugar. (laughs) Do you like noodles or rice? Noodles. Do you like pizza or cookies? Pizza and cookies. (laughs) Pizza and cookies? Mm -hmm. Do you think you'll be a dad someday? Uh Uh-huh. Will you read them books? Daddies don't know how we books. (laughs) Daddies don't know how to read books? Uh Uh-uh. A lot Uh -uh. of daddies love to read books. Do you think you will cook for your kids? Yeah. What will you cook for your kids? Pizza. Pizza. Um, and chicken noodle soup. (laughs) You'll make them pizza and chicken noodle soup? Mm Mm-hmm. You sure will be a great dad, Nicholas. Thank you, Nicholas. Thank you, Mommy. (laughs) I love you, Nicholas. Thank you, Mommy. Thanks again to Nicholas. I'm sorry to say, so far I haven't bought him any gummy fruit snacks, but lucky for you guys, I have shared my favorite blueberry muffin recipe that Nicholas mentioned on the blog. Next up is Joshua, and his interview is a little under four minutes. What's your name? My name is Joshua Hadid. And how old are you, Joshua? I'm eight years old. Okay, Joshua, let's say you wanted to say I love you to someone. What would you make them to eat? I would probably make them eat a special chocolate cake. (laughs) So if I wanted to say I love you, Joshua, what should I make you? I think it would make me eat a special healthy dinner. (laughs) So if you wanted to say I love you to someone else, you would make them chocolate cake. But if I wanted to say I love you to you, I would make you a healthy dinner. Is Mm -hmm. that what you're saying? Yeah. Can you think of a time that you made a dish or a meal that you were really proud of? Well, it's actually a get really close. It's actually a breakfast. Okay. I made waffles like do you mean you just put them in the toaster and heated them up no no i made the batter and i put them in our waffle iron so they got really hot and they turned to real waffles and everyone said they were great yeah i said they were delicious because they were they were light and fluffy and crispy and warm And so good. So what did everybody put on top of the waffles you made? They put chocolate chips and syrup. Chocolate syrup or maple syrup? Maple syrup. Do you think chocolate chips and maple syrup go together? No, not really. (laughs) Did you eat it anyways? Yes, I very much did. Can you remember anything about how you made the recipe? Was there anything tricky about it? Well, cracking the eggs was very tricky because I almost spilled them all over the place. But mom helped me. What do you think is the next thing you're going to make in the kitchen? I am going to make chocolate cake on Saturday for Marcus's birthday. Ooh, lucky Marcus. Um, Do you think we'll work on that together? Yeah, we'll definitely work on it together. Mm -hmm. Do you think we'll use a box for the cake? A box mix? Yes. (laughs) Do you think we'll get um, frosting from a can? 
No. You totally know my methods. Box mix, homemade frosting. What do you think we should put on his cake? Probably marshmallows. Ooh, marshmallows. Hmm. Ooh, should we make a s'mores cake? Yeah. You're giving me a lot of good ideas right now. Let's try it. I'll look up some recipes. Okay. (laughs) Good plan. Um, I have another question. This is your last question. Do you think that one day you'll be a dad and you'll have kids? Yeah, I'll be a dad and I will be very good to my kids. Yeah, you will. You'll be a great dad. And what will you make your kids to eat? Probably a healthy dinner from a recipe my mom made. Really? Yeah. Did I ask you to say that you were going to make a recipe that I made? No. No, (laughs) I didn't even ask you to say that. Can you think of a recipe that I make that you might make them? Pork and carrots. (laughs) Pork and carrots together? Yes. Do I ever make pork and carrots together? I made one. I can always count on Joshua to deliver with flair. I never knew he had such a love for pork and carrots, so I will be making more of that for him, especially this fall as carrots are in such abundance and there are so many amazing carrot recipes out there. Next up is Marcus, my aspiring YouTuber, and his interview is about seven minutes long. Can you tell our listeners your name and how old you are? Uh, My name is Marcus and I'm 12, about to turn 13. So how old will you be when this airs on October 9th? Uh, 13. <laughs> Did you have to think about that for a second? Ashamedly. <laughs> Ashamedly. Um, Marcus, as a aspiring <laughs> YouTuber, how do you feel about the setup that I've uh, established here? Uh, to be honest, I kind of wish I had this equipment, but, um, you know. Do you think I would let you borrow it? Dep- depends <laughs> on your mood. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think you would. You would. Yeah, I probably would. Um, oh, well, first of all, how do you feel about having a mom that's on Instagram? Uh, so actually, I think it's pretty cool. Um, all my friends, all, all my friends are like, oh my goodness, you have a mom that's like, on, that has, that's on Instagram and has more followers than all of us combined. <laughs> it's it's really cool. They um they all talk about like my cool mom. <laughs> so Marcus, um, do, would you say you cook a lot? Not necessarily. I might, well, uh, the most I ever cook is eggs, but that's, you know, not, not too often. Mm-hmm. So if you had to take the four kids and rank um, who cooks the least to who cooks the most among the four kids, who would you say? Well, I'd say obviously Nicholas cooks the least because, I mean, he can't really use any of the uh, appliances or tools. I'd say... Um, Maybe Jack cooks the most. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And well, he bakes more often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then in between would be Joshua and I. Um, I think I cook more often, just like I said before, the eggs. Uh, mm-hmm. The thing that puts me over the edge. Yeah, I think that's true. Although if you go with like time in the kitchen, Nicholas might have you both beat because he, he cooks with me a lot. That's probably true. Um, so what would you say is expected of you in the kitchen? <laughs> uh, so, um, sorry. Uh, so I would say that, I mean, first of all, like, you can't, no stupid stuff. Uh, so no. And also, uh, you can't annoy moms. So you can't, like, bang it. <laughs> 
So just to recap, the rules are don't be stupid and don't annoy mom. I would say the other rule is just, uh, well, first of all, make sure you have the ingredients before you start making that. Oh, yeah, that is a pet peeve of mine. You're right. Good point. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm actually the worst at it. I mean, I start recipes all the time and then realize halfway through that I don't have the ingredients. Well, but see, the thing is, you end up improvising in the end and trying and <laughs> figuring out a solution that's possibly even better than the recipe itself. Oh, you're so kind. You're so kind. Um, are, so are you expected to do cleanup even if you don't cook? Uh, yeah, so every night after dinner, um, all the kids just normally get like an assigned job and um, just work until the kitchen's done. Mm-hmm. And uh, normally in, including that is our living room, but that's different. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So let's talk about your favorite meal. What is it? Uh, so I would say beef stroganoff would be my favorite uh, just because, I mean, I love pasta and I love beef and yeah. <laughs> what do you think the word stroganoff means? Is it Italian? <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, I'm going to do that once once we're done. Um, so do you remember when we first had beef stroganoff? My version of beef stroganoff. Um, I don't really remember the first time, but um, I just I remember it being my favorite meal like immediately. Mm, okay. And do you remember how you used to refer to it? Why it took me a long time to figure out what exactly you were requesting for me to make? Oh, yeah, so I couldn't remember the word stroganoff. <laughs> so I would either say beef or the gray stuff. Right, and you can understand how that was confusing for me because there are many, many ways to prepare beef. Yeah, it's also kind of offensive to call her cooking <laughs> gray stuff, but, you know. Yeah, but I will say, once you said the gray stuff, I finally figured out what you were talking about because I don't, I don't actually think I make anything else that's gray. That's probably true. Besides mushrooms, maybe. But yeah, I'd call those more of a brown. That's probably true. Yeah, also. for for a colorblind kid, it could be hard to differentiate. <laughs> okay, um, so you don't you don't cook much now. Uh, no, I wouldn't say I do. Mm-hmm. Do you anticipate that one day you would have kids? Uh, yeah. I mean, I plan to. Yeah. So, um, do you think that you'll cook for them? I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> but don't know how it's going to go? I have no idea. But um, I think it'll be kind of like, I'll do the, I'll be like the backup cook. You're, you're hoping to just be the backup cook? No, I never said I was hoping to. I said, I, uh, that's how I think it's going to go. That's how you suspect it'll go. Well, only time will tell. Okay, so this weekend is your birthday, right? Uh, yes, that's correct. So what are all the different um, food items you're hoping to enjoy for your birthday? Uh, so my plan is to have, uh, it's kind of ambitious, uh, donut. <laughs> it's ambitious, that's one word for it. Uh, donuts for breakfast. And then... Um, now, will I make the donuts or will we buy the donuts? Uh, well, we're going to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Uh, well, we're probably going to bring it here, I don't know, mm-hmm. either way. Mm-hmm. And then um, for lunch, my grandma and grandpa take me out, mm-hmm. so um, that'll that'll be re- really fun. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for that. And then for dinner, 
um, my friends are coming over, and we're just going to go to Looney's Pub, which is a place nearby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then how about the next Saturday when we have a celebration with your cousins? What are you hoping to have that day? We might have chocolate cake, like Joshua said. Yeah, well, we're going to have chocolate cake this Saturday also. Oh, we are? Yeah, although Joshua just threw out the idea of a s'mores cake, which... I'm kind of liking. How do you feel about that as the birthday boy? That'd be that'd be exciting. I'm curious to. I'm I'm I'm, cu- I'm curious. So we have your permission to go with the s'mores cake. Why not? <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, Marcus. Thanks for your time. Yeah, no problem. I'm happy to report that the s'mores cake Marcus agreed to and Joshua made almost entirely by himself was such a success that Marcus requested it again for his second birthday celebration the following weekend. I've included the steps to make that cake on the blog, along with a very quick and very easy stroganoff recipe. And P.S. I did look up what stroganoff meant, and it's actually any dish made with beef and sour cream, and it's named after a Russian man with the last name, Stroganoff. We end with Jack, my firstborn and most ardent and adventurous baker. His interview is about 15 minutes long. Would you tell my listeners your name and age? I'm Jack Hadid, and I'm 14. Okay, Jack, how often would you say you cook in the kitchen? Um, I would say it varies. I would say in the summer, I probably cook a lot more, probably like two or three times a week. And during the school year, probably only on Saturdays or Fridays. Did you always cook by yourself? No, I have very fond memories of cooking with you in the kitchen. Um, I can remember we used to make brownies a lot. Um, and we used a recipe and you would melt the butter and the unsweetened chocolate into the butter. And it looked like the most delicious thing on the planet. Um, (laughs) it looked so creamy and shiny, but when you tasted it, it was horrible, but you ate it by the spoonful. It is true that I much prefer unsweetened chocolate, bitter chocolate to sweetened. That is true. I could tell it was tempting. Yeah. Well, it was tempting to you too. And I feel like every time I told you, you wouldn't like it and you would taste it anyways. I guess you did what I did and not what I said. A good lesson for me as a parent. Yeah. I always had a tendency to do the exact opposite of what you said. Like, I remember that time when you left a hot pepper out on the kitchen and you told me not to eat it. So, of course, I had to eat it. And... It did not turn out very well. (laughs) Okay, so how old were you when you transitioned from cooking with me to cooking on your own? Um, I think it was kind of a gradual process. I started um, making very simple recipes that we've made before, um, probably when I was like seven or eight. And I would always, when I made it by myself, not always, but I sometimes tried to be like mom who never follows the recipe (laughs) and adds in a lot of uh, spices and other flavors that she thinks would fit the recipe. And I knew nothing about these flavors. Um, So when I tried to add in my own special flair to the recipes, (laughs) it did not go well. Yeah, I fear I may have left you a terrible legacy. Do you know where I got that brownie recipe? It's actually funny that you bring that up. I had no idea you remembered making that with me. No, I have no idea. 
So, of course, it was my mom's recipe. And um, it used to be on the back of the baker's chocolate boxes. And then at some point, I think... I think even before I was a child, they transitioned it. They have their one bowl brownie. It was like two bowls was just too much work. So um, I never saw that on the back of the baker's box. But in my mom's recipe book, it said baker's fudgy chocolate brownies or something. Yeah, we. I always see recipes on the internet for one bowl things. And well... Mom always says that she's a family cook, so she cooks things uh, that taste good for a lot of people. Uh, and I'm a uh, cook that doesn't have to do that, so I pay more attention to the finer details. Uh, like I remember one time in Iceland, I was making apple pie, and I was ashamed of my lattice. <laughs> and um, mom told me that everything would be okay because... Yeah, because it's more about the taste. Yeah, I think it tasted fine. Um, But yeah, going back to the whole one bowl thing, I always like to make things that are more complicated, which doesn't... Elaborate. Elaborate, yeah, which doesn't always uh, turn out well. Mm. Well, well, first of all, the lattice was beautiful. Secondly, I think it was a rhubarb pie because you and Isold were making it together. Uh And thirdly, I think you're drawn to intricate, difficult challenges across the board, whether it's your origami, um, playing the violin, or working in the kitchen. I think you're just drawn to recipes like that. Whereas, yeah, it may not be practical for me to feed six people three times a day with (laughs) some of the recipes that you enjoy making. Yeah, it takes me a while from start to finish when I'm making a recipe. Yeah, so there's a difference in our goals, but in general, the fact that you're never afraid to take on a challenge, that you're actually driven by challenge is something that I really admire and respect about you. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as long as we're talking about challenges and intricate recipes and trying new things, tell me, um, can you think of the one thing you've ever made that you're most proud of? And if you can't think of one thing, that's fine. Just name a couple things. Um, well, I remember one weekend I made a donut recipe and I was proud that I had done that, but looking back, they were not very good. Um, (laughs) but I think the thing I'm proudest of that actually turned out well, um, was the croissants I made, um, because that was very challenging, uh, precise recipe, um, and they ended up tasting like croissants you could get from a bakery, although they didn't look like them. Well, they were delicious. I think the only reason they didn't look like them is just because um, you didn't put the egg wash on early. Yeah, they were a little pale. Yeah, but they were delicious. And um, yeah, I mean, I love the fact that you're always trying things like donuts. And I think... Most people have a couple failures before they have their successes, especially in things like baking, which are equal parts art and science. You have to learn, I guess, from experience, which part is science that you can't mess with or that you can only mess with in a scientific way and which part is art, which you can, you know, take total liberty with. Yeah, I've had my share of failures along these lines. (laughs) Um, uh, I was supposed to make an Oreo a cherry Oreo pie or something. It came out of the oven and it was 
not set at all. And we had an argument over uh, whether it would set or not. And I was adamant that it would set and it didn't. Um, Did we eat it? Oh, yeah, we ate it. We'll (laughs) eat anything. Our family is a pack of scavengers. (laughs) Dad gets mad when we don't eat up until the very core of the apple. (laughs) Yeah, Dad does not like to see anything go to waste, particularly food. He has a great deal of respect for, you know, the earth and the people that had to contribute to its growth and to the money that we spend on food. Yeah, we just recently started a compost pile, and you guys have been very um, into that. And I know, I think you even got a book about it from the library, and you've been doing lots of research. And Dad spent all of last weekend building a big compost bin out of leftover skids. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, when you say we got a book from the library, it was actually a children's book, and it's a testament to my own ignorance how much I learned from that children's book. What would you say is something you've made that you've gotten the best, most positive reaction from? I would say that every Christmas, I bake things for my family members as a Christmas present, And um, I've consistently made peppermint Oreo bark with uh, peppermint Oreo, white chocolate, and milk chocolate. And it's one of the most simple recipes you can make, but it's always so good and everyone always loves it. Yeah, I think I heard someone refer to that as Christmas crack once. That sounds about right. (laughs) Uh, So... Like you said, we started to transition to you cooking on your own when you were pretty young. Um, I actually was looking through your old journals the other day, things that you wrote um, either over the summer for me or in school, and you were really excited that you got (laughs) you got to pour dad's coffee, which way to go, dad, for making that seem like a triumph for you. You said, and dad said I could do it every day. And really, I actually think it was right about that time that I started to give you a lot of freedom in the kitchen. I think you started to do a lot of chopping at first. Um, You were always really good with numbers, so you never had an issue with measuring. And I really think it was, I I, I don't think it was much older than first grade that you started to um, go off on your own. Now, do you prefer to work by yourself or to share the kitchen with others? Let's be honest, by others, I mean me. Yeah, I definitely probably prefer to work alone just because, like I said, not everything works out. It can be very overwhelming um, (laughs) when you pull something out of the oven and it's smoking. Um, You have the added pressure of someone looking over your shoulder while that's happening. Yeah, I've noticed that baking is really a form of stress relief for you, which is probably part of the reason you prefer to be by yourself while you do it. Yeah, it's really nice when on a weekend or a week of constant movement, uh, it's kind of a way to slow down. Yeah, I have... I have a lot of good memories, actually, of coming back from weddings really late, 11 you know, midnight, 1am, and something really beautiful and delicious that Jack has made is sitting out on the island. 
Yeah, I can remember one time that you said that. It was after uh, I made blueberry muffins, and um, you had always said that your mom's blueberry muffins had been the best, and um, you said that I had managed to beat them. I still remember those blueberry muffins. They had some kind of streusel topping that really put them over the edge. Yeah, I've never been able to quite replicate them. I've tried before, um, but they never came out as perfect as those. Yeah, it's funny. Actually, um, Nicholas brought up my mom's recipe. I wonder if you should just take those and put your own streusel topping on top. Yeah, that would combine the two best things. So tell me a little bit about birthday dinners with your cousin. Um, well, I have a cousin named Hannah, and uh, she was born four days after me, so we've always been close, um, along with my other cousins, but we've always had joint birthday parties, um, and I think about five or six years ago, we started uh, cooking our own birthday dinners because of that uh, for our joint birthday party, and... Um, I remember our first one, we made uh, copper carrots um, and meatloaf sandwiches and a blood orange cake, relying heavily on the assistance of mom. Um, And we were both really proud of what we had done, and we invited our grandparents and other cousins. Um, And uh, yeah, it was just a really good memory that we were able to um, finally do something that we had been envious of uh, for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and Hannah are both very independent, capable, gifted kids. And so a lot of people find it remarkable that at eight you made your own dinner. But I think it's um, something that binds you guys together is that you're not actually looking for other people to do things for you as much as you're looking to do them yourself, which is pretty cool. Did you guys ever have any mishaps cooking together? Um, yeah, we have one that we laugh about all the time. Well, actually quite a few, but um, we it's always been a tradition to have rainbow jello because we did that even before we started making our own dinner. Yeah, Aunt Kate started that tradition. I think maybe your first birthday, definitely by two or three, she started that tradition. I think it was on the orange or red layer. So it was very close to the top. We were making it and we layered it on and we tried to carry it out to the fridge. But when we tried to put it on the rack, it sloshed all over like half of the mixture. And of course, Jello solidifies at room temperature and faster uh, in the refrigerator. So we started trying to clean it up, but it was hopelessly stuck. Um, and yeah, we had jello in our refrigerator for months after that. <laughs> I think we managed to get it cleaned out of out of the actual refrigerator, but I think it was underneath the refrigerator because it Remember that? It poured underneath and, you know, you can only reach so far. And I guess it just, you know, obviously what I needed to do was pull the refrigerator out. But I think it was just at that time in life where such a big effort, I just, I wasn't able to do it. What are some of your favorite sources for education, inspiration, and recipes? Well, uh, 
you and I both, um, you and I both like to watch the Great British Baking Show. Yeah. I think I get a lot of inspiration from that, and I get a lot of ideas for unique recipes from the masterclass that they do. Do you think you'll cook for your family? And if so, what do you imagine yourself making for them? Don't know. I definitely think that I will uh, bake for my family and cook for my family. Um, I hope it's often, but... The future is uncertain. (laughs) Wise words from Jack Hadid to wrap up our interview. Thank you, Jack, for taking time out of your extremely busy schedule to chat with your mom. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks so much for taking this time to get to know me and my family. I've also added the classy Baker's Fudgy Brownies that Jack mentioned in this episode to the blog. On my website, you can also find weekly episodes released every Wednesday, or you can subscribe via your favorite player. You can join the storied recipe community by following me over on Instagram and tagging any of these recipes with hashtag storied recipe. My guests love to see their cherished recipes enjoyed by others. Finally, please know that I truly believe everyone has a story to share and I would love to hear and photograph yours. Please reach out. And in the meantime, have a great week, my friends.